I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. everybody uh, it's the football ramble ladies and gentlemen woo alright woo indeed yeah it's um, lovely to have your ears uh, James or Jim Campbell is with me hello Pete Donson's with me I am hello and Luke Moore is with us alright how you doing, boys? Not bad. Good. Everybody h- happy? Yes. Good. Uh, before we start, we should say that it is nearly the World Cup, and thus we've teamed up with a few people at manmonth.co.uk. Take All it away, Lukey. All of them, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't forget, over at manmonth.co.uk, um, throughout the next few weeks leading up to and including the World Cup, um, there's lots of things you can enjoy over at manmonth.co.uk. Um, it is blogs and rambles and videos. Videos. Mm. Uh, um, for example, Rio Ferdinand, street soccer enthusiast. Yeah. Um, and also um, things for you to win, like um, a home cinema system, an Xbox 360, a PS3, um, and that's all brought to you by the IGN network and One Million Fragrance for Men. From the 4th of June, all those prizes could be yours. Um, just pick a number between one and a million. Uh, uh, no, thousand. you can't <laughs> enter. Thousand and two. You can't win. Thousand and two. You're going very low every time. Yeah. Stop this. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter, it's all random, it's, all random, it's fine. Yeah, but yes, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. from the 4th of June onwards, um, and uh, that's powered by the IGN Network and One Million Fragrance for Men. Thank you, Marcus. There we are indeed, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to start with me asking you, uh, tell me your favourite or a memorable England friendly, because there's been a couple of England friendlies, there's many international friendlies. Of Not late. those two last week. And No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would be honoured if um, James or Jim would go first. I'm going to go for the friendly that was ahead of the 2006 World Cup, mm. uh, I believe it was actually in 2005. England against Argentina A in wonderful Geneva. start game. It was a great, great game. Um, Crespo put Argentina one up. Rooney equalised. Mm-hmm. And Rooney was very fresh and exciting mm-hmm. at the time. Um, mm-hmm. I think Samuel scored a header it looked like Argentina were going to win and there were two very late Michael Owen goals it was a real like exciting smash and, ga- uh, smash and grab yeah. sort of result and I think it was probably actually better than any of England's games at the actual <laughs> yeah, World yeah, Cup yeah. it really prepared me for the excitement of a tournament it was that rare thing like a sort of a, a meaningless friendly essentially that actually feels like a sort of competitive game and it's brilliant it Both really, teams really, went really got it. me excited and looking forward to it and England let me down yeah. it was a superb game that it was great yeah. really good game and a very strong start to the show. 
<laughs> how, are we, how are we going to ruin it, Pete? <laughs> uh, 1995, Lansdowne Road, chairs thrown. <laughs> <laughs> he has ruined it. There it is. <laughs> it was a frightening. It's the first time I'd ever seen um, football hooliganism properly, and I was like, "Wow, this is uh, horrible." <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is falling into the memorable category. Clearly, not <laughs> yeah. favourite. Yeah, did you? No, say no, no. Favourite, favourite, favourite or, or memorable. So you're okay. You can have good or bad, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. It was, no, a, terrib- it was a terrible situation. Sadly, it is memorable. It is. Yeah. It was the first sort of time that I'd probably seen um, football hooliganism. Uh, we're a little bit too young to see proper football hooliganism thankfully. on the terraces, thankfully. Mm, yeah. And it was kind of, it sort of reared its ugly head a little bit, and it looked like it was going to kick on and, and be a problem for a while, but look, luckily, thank Christ, uh, it wasn't. But uh, not a favourite, but memorable one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke. Um, cast your minds back to 1996. I've already done it. Ahead of when football came home. Mm. <laughs> and uh, then buggered off on holiday. <laughs> yeah, but, to come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, England um, played a friendly against a Hong Kong Select 11. <laughs> Sir Les scored. Sir Les scored the winner in a one 0 win. <laughs> Pointing at you, and, but it was more memorable for the uh, dentist chair of oh, that uh, evening. Yes, which is where the well, Gascoigne celebration came. To be from. fair, you've got to celebrate a wonderful win. Yeah, exactly. Over yeah, a Hong Kong eleven. Yeah. Eleven of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that would probably be mine. <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, England v Hong Kong. I can't Kong remember too much about that other than the fact that everyone was having a pop at them because they were labouring over a win against the Hong Kong selector. <laughs> yeah. But, um, How far yeah. we've come. <laughs> 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 Speaking of us labouring over uh, <laughs> friendlies. A well, hot, am I going to say mine? Yeah, go on. Is that okay? Yes. Um, uh, mine was, I remember England 3, Portugal 0, a friendly oh, win. Shearer scored a good goal. Shearer scored the third goal. He, he could have taken it in a lot further when he was played in, but he thought, no, I'll just rifle it in the top corner from about 20 yards out. But the one I'm going Late. for is, is England 2, Czech Republic 0. And I'm going for that because it was my first trip to Wembley. Oh, dang oh, I, I was about 16 or 17, and uh, it was it was wonderful. And it, it, Ian Wright and Dion Dublin up front. Oh, nice! Wow. <laughs> and uh, Darren Anderton scored, and Paul Merson. I saw Paul Merson score. That's a collector's item. Yeah, for yeah. England. So lovely stuff. Beckham played. Uh, a wonderful time. It's a purely selfish reason yeah, Of course Dion yeah, Dublin you know. and David Beckham Playing together I don't That's weird I, isn't it yeah. uh, That is a That is madness yeah. Madness So it's just a celebration Of football really That was when Dion Dublin Was sort of knocking on the door and it's sort of, He's similar to sort of Darren Bent's like now Yeah Where he get given a chance Every so often He scored one goal for England Didn't he with the back of his head But he <laughs> threw himself at a cross Is that right And they come off the back of his head And went in Yeah I think so Oh um, James or Jim With the points easily He was always going to get the points From the first minute what? <laughs> <laughs> He was much better than ours <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. But it's very selfish of you, James. Yeah. Sorry, t- I was never going to win because I did a bad one. No, exactly. Yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah. I'm just giving people. We can enjoy the good times, but you've also got to remember the bad times. Yeah, Pretty much peaks and troughs, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Football's the winner, yeah. as always. <laughs> uh, well, indeed, football it and me. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, it was or is. Um, England beat Mexico 3 1. Yeah. And then they beat Japan 2 1. I mean, that's wonderful stuff. Two wins, boys. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how they won both those games. <laughs> we'll talk about the Mexico one uh, quickly. Um, played off the park, outpassed. And uh, what else happened to us? Why is every team technically better than us? <laughs> <laughs> it really Ridiculous, is, isn't, isn't it? The case. We like to win ugly because we're British. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually at the game and was kind of. I oh, could not believe yeah. this kind of. 
real like willingness to actually get the ball off of the ground it seems like England are really really keen to just do a sort of unnecessary cross field pass or just Rio Fernandes got that thing that he likes to do where he'll just sort of try out defence and just chip it and see what happens <laughs> any that's sort of known as the Carragher yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any technically gifted side or not any sort of technically kind of any awake side yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. anybody sort of with the barest amount of sort of knowledge at that kind of level they're just going to n- just trap it down easily <laughs> yeah. win possession all yeah. day long and that's what happened I thought Mexico were excellent apart from their finishing they yeah. should have been a goal or two up yeah. at half time I think Baines did very badly on the goal as well yeah, yeah he struggled a little bit yeah. I think uh, it, it was a strange one because you, you, we went into the half time break like 2-1 up and it was like how's that it's embarrassing yeah. in a way yeah. wasn't it sorry about that so I could go into the dressing room and the Mexicans went yeah sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought that, as you say, everyone seems to be technically better than I mean... Japan were as well. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the, with Mexico, England really struggle against any kind of, you know, you know what I mean when I say Latin side. Yeah. And because all the Mexican players and all the kind of Latin players can trap a ball, they can distribute it, you know, sh- in a, a short pass, they can move off the ball and create space and triangles and, mm. and all that sort of Play other football. jargon. Yeah. And, <laughs> that's just football. And matches. all that other rubbish. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying, Pete. <laughs> yeah. So therefore... They've got no passion now, have they? No, no. that's the trouble. <laughs> but, um, but So they can all do that. Now, if you can do that, you're going to have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> right? Unfortunately for them, they don't have, you know, real top quality with, with the players, you know. Although Blanco was back. Yeah, he's old though, 36. I know, that's wonderful stuff to see <laughs> yeah. him back. So the, so the difference was in that game is just England kind of had a few crosses a few uh, like it was a corner I think Kings and they just, almost sort of force it in it was almost like well we're the bigger boys yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of thing so when England <laughs> play against a decent side who have got some quality players they will put those chances away yeah. all day long well, Mexico- Mexico's feet were not exactly on the pedal were they not that you drive like that but you know what I mean it makes <laughs> sense they, yeah. you know it was very much it just seemed like England's day out before sort of heading off yeah, you've got to remember England Cup. are playing with personnel and through for- and formations that they're not going to probably do yeah. in yeah. the World Cup I mean it is very difficult out. to judge it's, it's impossible isn't it, it. And yeah. it's, you know, maybe but, it's but against futile, but Japan you can judge <laughs> yeah. 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 that Weird was a game particular that, wasn't it mm. it, was, it just didn't seem like a game of fo- I, I'm almost certain that Theo Walcott didn't realise he was playing football genuinely somebody said in the Facebook Group. I've never agreed with Andy Townsend before. When Andy Townsend says that uh, Theo Walcott doesn't look like a football, no, it was actually Chris Waddle. Uh, did never agree with Chris Waddle, but he said at one point that uh, Theo Walcott doesn't think like a footballer. He doesn't think like a footballer. No. Mm. He takes up the weirdest positions. He doesn't really mm. know. I genuinely think that he spends a lot of his time coming on uh, in the last half an hour, twenty minutes of games. So when everyone's knackered and the shape's lost a little yeah. bit, I genuinely think he doesn't know how to play in his position. It's no, the yeah. weirdest situation. Well, we've said this before about Walcott. It does seem to be. A confidence thing because when he scored that hat trick against Croatia for mm. a couple of games after that for Arsenal as well, he looked superb. He looked really threatening. Like defenders yeah. didn't like really struggled against him because he had that sort of um, direct approach where he wasn't afraid to have a shot. He wasn't ap- afraid to just sort of like make a run and sort of stick to his original mm. decision. He yeah. just seems to change his mind halfway through whatever he's doing at the moment. I think he needs somebody to just tell him it's okay to do your own thing, you know, and to just sort of have a bit of confidence in yourself. I agree with that. I think the one thing he doesn't do which sort of is a bit there's no excuse for it because he sees he's in the same squad as Aaron Lennon who does it all the time yeah. get the ball one touch pop it into the space and leg it yeah. that's you know yeah. if he's not if he's not got the brain of a footballer or he's too inexperienced to be a winger or all this sort of stuff then at least do the one thing he can do which is run really really fast <laughs> yeah. and get to the byline and just stand across up um 
Well, I think we can all agree it was nice to see Gerard and Lampard back in the centre of midfield together. That's the first time on the Kipola, I think. Yeah. I think that's actually the first time I've Why is Andy Townsend going, yeah, of course they can. You know, yeah. when one holds, one go. Oh my Have God. Have you been watching yes. football for the last 10 years, Andy? <laughs> I, do, I do appreciate Capello having a look at it because, you know, you've got to accept he's a very, very good manager and he might think, well, maybe someone's not been doing something in the past that is the reason for it not working. It seems very late in the day to do it, though. And it, I worry England are going to sort of slip back into old habits. The, the whole thing, just that whole match was just. <laughs> I, d- I just <laughs> wish they hadn't played it because it depressed the hell out of me to be quite frank right back is uh, we've got a certain aspect we've got Carragher who can yeah. stand there and lump the ball up the field yeah. uh, if he yeah. sits at right back it's quite Johnson can't seem to defend but he can go, go up uh, yeah, between them they're quite something. decent <laughs> 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 so he can sort of tape, tape them together I just, I just found that very tape very difficult and then we did look at a different side when Joe Cole sat behind, yeah. uh, sat behind I think uh, we've Rui. got to put three in the middle of the park I mean, he's obviously got methods, Capello. He's won a lot of stuff. He knows what he's doing. So it's almost like hor- I feel a bit reticent to sort of undermine him by talking about it. But I don't understand why he plays. Ro- he's played Rooney. Yeah, like, there's, there's literally no well, point. He's, he's but got, with such Luke. a weird side, why put Rooney in? But there? Rooney's definitely going to start, so he's looking for someone who's an alternative well, strike up there. He's, he's, I think it's a good idea to play Rooney because he has to see who works. Well, even with him. though he's got like, niggly injuries, he's played an awful lot. Well, of football. He's all right though, isn't he? So Kipolo's yeah. been. Sort it just seems a bit strange to me. Right. And I don't think England will. Play, it, Marcus England won't start with like a straight four four two, will they? Well, they've never have. No, it's just weird. They, all the commentators were saying how. Well, all the commentators Tilsley uh, was saying, <laughs> you know, oh England have been playing four four two throughout the groups, uh, the group. Qualification? No, we haven't. That's rubbish. Four yeah. two three one. Yeah, exactly. and four four two is way too rigid. The, the Someone like Mexico will pick you apart. Oh, mm. Mexico will pick you apart. Yeah. What? what uh, you know, all the top Spain teams, Spain, Holland. What yeah. they're going to do? Italy. But I, I think that England. What they did well in in qualifying is they played their formation and they were solid and organised, mm. and which is kind of. I mean, you know, a friend of mine. Um, Kind of summed it up quite nicely for me. He said, "We're full of honest, hard-working, decent workmen-like players, without much or any creativity, mm. and anyone who can open the door. Maybe with the exception to Rooney. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And yeah. that's what it is. So if you, you know, we don't have a Xavi in there, or a Kakar, mm. or uh, a Schneider to mm. kind of pick that path, unlock well, the door. I don't know. Maybe Lampard. But see, what I think is that." Well, Joe Cole on form Well not on form But what I'm saying is In the qualification Solid Organised And if you're those things Like mm. Germany have been for years mm. Then your slightly creative players Can mm. do a little bit more Because they'll have a little bit more time on the ball mm. Or they'll They just know what they're doing Yeah You know definitely. I mean I think we, we've got a Sort of stick with having two kind of anchormen in the middle and yeah, Gerard or Lampard. Lampard's had a phenomenal season. Yeah, he's season. been superb. And if he's given that same role he has at Chelsea, he'll cause anyone problems. Well, I've always been a big fan of Lampard with England. I, I mean, a lot of criticism he got after World Cup 2006 for his whole career. Yeah, well, that's right. And well, just because he didn't quite live up to how well he played in qualification. That's true, right. but I'd like to see him given a, a free role. But the trouble is, it's too late in the day now to. Mm. You know, and Capello yep. won't listen to me. Yep, yeah. um, <laughs> the other thing is, is that I don't think England have kept an awful lot of clean sheets on the Capello. I think they've only kept two clean sheets on the Capello. Right. Yeah, I mean, we at the moment it seems that we can't defend set pieces, which is no, going to be yeah. absolutely devastating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's a different, it's a completely different kettle of fish. When absolutely. The World Cup yeah. You know, they're going to. It's so difficult to take anything from those sort of friendlies at all. But the bottom line is that. Uh, Japan and Mexico aren't going to win the World Cup, so they've got, they've got to be playing. I think, I think um, no, I agree. With you. I think Mexico could go out of the group and uh, 
I'd like to see how far they're going to go. I think Mexico will qualify from the group. Yeah, th- yeah they've got France, Uruguay. South Africa. South Africa. They're, they're, they're in the opening game against yeah. South Africa. The South Africa, despite them being at home, still won't do much. I think, I think Mexico could take them apart in the first game. Mm. Which will be, like, I don't really want to see the home no. team do that. No. I, want, I want South Africa to score to see this silly celebration. Oh. We talked about an extra <laughs> bit of Vuvuzela. Yeah, that's but, right. There should be a lot of snap Vuvuzelas all, all in the ground. Pete, I have a looked. question for you. What? Should Frank Lampard still take England's penalties? Um... Not if he's going to put on bottom left because <laughs> every single keep, time I said that I'm, my mate, I said keepers bottom right. How do you know? <laughs> David <laughs> James knew in the final. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did. Crying yeah. out loud. And it doesn't matter it do, if you're going to pick that spot every single time. It doesn't matter how good the penalty is. He did. His connection was really poor as well. If you saw the replay, yeah. he just completely scuffed it. Just yeah. drill it, man. Mm. I, I'd, I personally, to answer that question, I'd I'd stick with him. Got to have faith yeah. in the players. I think. Yeah. If he misses one more, though, that's what, I think that's what Capello drop is him forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scapegoat him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. The thing, the thing about the old ITV coverage is, and I, I quite like um, I quite like him as a pundit. But I was sort of after the game, I was a bit like Southgate. I'm I'm not listening to you, Southgate, about penalties. Yeah. <laughs> you know, anything you just bring back bad memories. Yeah. I must say, I actually like Adrian Charles being over at ITV. It makes it a lot l- more watchable, a bit more palatable. Because yeah. I do like Adrian Charles. I quite it like makes Southgate. it a lot less sort of you know static. Yeah, no, Southgate's, Southgate's like surprisingly well. honest. He doesn't, yeah. mind, he, he doesn't oh, yeah. mind sticking the boot in, which is mm. refreshing. So that that's a. Well done, ITV. Yeah. <laughs> Although I haven't said that, you've given James Corden his own show, so yeah, you give with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are recording this uh, on a Monday afternoon slash evening, so we don't actually know who Capello has put into the squad. But I'm really, really happy that Joe Cole has made the squad. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm, I'm also looking forward to seeing um, Emil Heskey play his trade up front. I'm surprised at the inclusion of Jamie Carragher. I feel very sorry for Michael Dawson, Scott Parker. <laughs> yeah, you're quite right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, whatever you say about England, the um, the future appears to be bright because England have won the under seventeen European Championships. They beat Spain in the final. Too, they beat Spain they? in the final. A highly rated Ipswich forward Connor Wickham um, scored the winning goal there. It's the first time um, England have uh, won an age group title uh, since nineteen ninety three, which is the under 18s I can remember like, So we can all sit know, back and yeah, relax. we can all see yeah. How the current generation because Have bloomed so. because, <laughs> yeah. because in a few years James It'll be the golden generation <laughs> yeah? I can actually remember Thinking in sort of About 97, 98 Oh yeah 2006, 2010 We're going to be amazing <laughs> well, there's, there's far less hype About us potentially Winning it at this World Cup Than there was at the last one People really believed it Didn't they, they Well you were 2004 Everybody thought but look at but look at look at how many like sort of really positive um, football related spurious crappy adverts we were talked about them before a couple of weeks yeah, ago but like yeah. just seeing the sort of positivity in between the break of and then you sort of like and then the, the match starts against Japan and Heskey's flashing headers wide oh, <laughs> yeah 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 he's a big right. fan of the the flash header in the mule um, well let's talk about quickly uh, about the domestic scene the League Two uh, playoff final was won by. Dagenham and Redbridge 3-2 against Rotherham it's an amazing achievement by Dagenham yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely Chuck- I mean, Chuckle Brothers are pleased they're uh, yeah, but, no yeah. they're Rotherham Daggers fans, fans. I, I thought they were Dagenham no, 
brother no, they're brother oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they brother of yeah. Brother of United. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to be unhappy, Pete. They're going to be unhappy. The Chuckle they're Brothers They're never unhappy. unhappy. You got the Chuckle Brothers' emotions mixed up. <laughs> well, you know. I've got... Uh, <laughs> Do I, you know the Dagenham and Redbridge manager, John Steele? Not personally. Well, um, there's a guy I used to go uni with, and he's actually married to John Steele's daughter. And... Um, <laughs> this is this is quite a funny story. He he, <laughs> he he wanted to ask John Steele's daughter if he could have her hand in yeah. marriage. So he rings up John Steele one day and says, "Oh, John, all right? Can I can I have a chat to you? You know, have you got mm. a spare ten minutes?" And he went, "Yeah, sure. Come down to the ground, you know." And, uh, <laughs> he did because he was in his office at the, at the ground. He said, "Come down to the ground. Yeah, I'm just finishing up here. Just pop over." And so he went round there and he went to the office and then John Steele was sitting there with um, a couple of his coaches. Yeah, and and he was like, "Yeah, what's wrong, Ben? His name's Ben." And he went, um, "Oh, do you mind if you just..." speak to him alone quickly and the co- and he went yeah yeah sure no worries and it sort of looked a bit funny and so John Steele asked the uh, the two coaches to leave <laughs> and uh, apparently John Steele looked really nervous and Ben went um yeah John um, I just wondered if I could I'd love to ask your daughter to marry me and John Steele went oh for fuck's sake Ben I thought you were going to ask me for a trial you shit <laughs> I didn't know I was going to let you down gently. <laughs> that is super. Yeah. Great stuff. Oh, dear. But yeah, well done to them, because they're on an sh- absolute shoestring. He's done such mm. a good job there. Yeah. Mm. No, no, really good. And in the League One playoff, Millwall beat Swindon 1 Yeah. Millwall v Dagnum not going to happen. No, no, no. I think we can all. Millwall v Pompey is going to happen, though. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I um. That'd be a I, nice I, coming I together. Think, I think Dagenham could do all right in League One next. So I don't think from, between the sort of top half of League Two and the bottom half of League One, I don't think there's an awful lot of difference. I think they got a chance to stand mm. up next season. Millwall. Uh, it'd be tough for them They're one of those teams they, they've, they've spent a bit of time In the championship Not too long mm. ago So they, yeah, you never know They've been to so many Playoff finals It must be such a relief Yeah absolutely yeah, finally yeah, cool. yeah. Did, you see, did you see The Swindon um, The, the, the Swindon uh, player um, Due to the crappy Wembley pitch He had he had an open goal Almost And he and it just bobbled In front of him God. It was so It was so, so Well that's the pitcher's fault Yeah exactly yeah, yeah. It, was, it was such a Sort of knife edge chance Because it, it was 1-0 It would have been uh, I believe it would have been 1-0 one, one Yeah it, it Probably 1-0 Obviously, it's like, big game, isn't it? So, don't uh, think there's so ever going to be a point with that pitch until it actually is sorted, where that just doesn't seem disgusting and outrageous, and almost like you're seeing the first <laughs> sort of example of it ruining something every single time. Yeah, it just it, it winds me up so much. It, it'll take it'll take teams boycotting uh, while we're not playing there. You know what I mean? In, in competition, in, in going to the Premier League or going to uh, the FA and such. Well, we're not going to play there because. Mm. It, you're spoiling football. Just, 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 listen, seriously, they should just put an astroturf pitch down, like that I did in Russia. Just stick a plastic pitch down. Are you sure? Well, at least you. Can, well, the thing is, the reason that I say that is because I was really, really nervous in the, for the Mexico game that one of our players yeah. was going to yeah. be Ledley King. Because yeah, for. Ledley King shouldn't be playing on that pitch of his knee. That, Gary Taylor Fletcher in the Championship Player Final had to go off injured because of the pitch, and he mm. changed his studs three times. Yeah, so I mean, it's only a matter of time before someone gets a yeah. serious knee injury, like a Roy Keane style knee injury, mm. where studs stand the. Pitch and he twists and that's it career's over yeah. Yeah, then, then the FA are going to pay more out in compensation than they would have done for getting the pitch sorted properly change the pitch <laughs> exactly <laughs> Crystal Palace oh dear yeah they're in real trouble as if they weren't already but mm. uh, well, time financial at the time of recording they're about 24 hours away from being liqui- liquidated unfortunately um, there's a protest happening I think hopefully someone can save him oh, they he did club he? did that not happen? Yeah, that, that's obviously not happened unless he's playing some sort of emotional game <laughs> with the supporters <laughs> get the price down <laughs> yeah 
That's that is unbelievable for a, a team of such size and such yeah, weight yeah. and such a, a huge amount of support. But it still could happen in Portsmouth. I mean, re- worst case scenario, two or three teams could go to the wall during the summer. It's in the World Cup. Look at all the wealth. On I, saw, play, I, yeah. I saw more of. I, I, I saw more teams. This happening to more teams. To be quite frank, I think. I think it will sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like There's said, nothing. Nothing is stopping it, is there? No, it's we've always said though, Jimbo. Over the last few like year or so, it's going to take a big casualty yeah. for it to be sorted yeah. out. You know, Platini's doing his best though. Yeah, but that's mm. not really going to affect the, the clubs like Crystal Palace. It's gonna, that's going to no. be sort of at the top end. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it gets down to the point where. I think I've said this before I don't think people Generally Whether they like football or not Begrudge The very very best players Earning a ridiculous amount of money no, But uh, when you get down the, the leagues And people and players are still earning 200, 300 grand a year yeah. it's, it's too much money mm. and, and it's not sustainable Yeah absolutely I think when you look at How much money is in the game It does make sense In some twisted kind of way That the players get that much It's the biggest sport in the world Absolutely You know And, and, and if you look at Basketball players And baseball players They earn an awful lot of money as well mm. Formula 1 drivers You know they, they, It's sustainable to a point But not all the way down 92 league clubs Yeah you definitely know? Yeah well, chaps, other countries have been preparing for the World Cup because it's not just us in it. Cheat. What? Um, <laughs> Cameroon's preparations have been disrupted slightly as uh, Samoletto has threatened uh, not to turn up to the tournament. Um, this is because uh, he's had a bit of criticism um, from Roger Miller. Dean, oh, Wendass, what? Dean Wendass Hall of Fame uh, Is Miller in, in the squad is this what he's <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm it. not playing with him yeah. <laughs> If he's criticising me No um, I'm uh, going home well, uh, Roger Miller claimed That um, Etu still hasn't Brought anything To the national team <laughs> What? He's Cameroon's All time leading scorer <laughs> uh, uh, Roger What are you doing? Mm. <laughs> I like you But this is silly. He's, had, he's had a Pele, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, Etu's. I'm hoping that his comments have been. You know, he was pissed when he said it, or like his comments <laughs> have been taken out of context or he made up. He fancies being called up late doors. I yeah. think that's what it is. Um, Etu said, "Is it worth me going to the World Cup? I still have a few days to think about it." I don't. Why would you? What else are you going to do? Why would you say that? No, but why, why would you get so uppity about? It must be annoying, yeah, because you're, you're, you're probably your idol. He's saying just being that, sarcastic, isn't he? This is one of those complete non-stories. That you reckon? About. But there's. there's a few uh, I always find this um, with, with with some of the teams who who have who have not been traditionally the big nations yeah. but uh, past teams have done really well yeah. like uh, Rashidi Yakini uh, the Nigerian former Nigerian player he's piped up recently saying oh, the current Nigerian players they lack commitment and all this kind of they're stuff they're just trying to get a bit of airtime well I think it, I just hey think remember me yeah, yeah exactly. that's it isn't it you know yeah, so uh, I, I'm not a fan of that. I'd like to see the old boys. Um, well, it's no good getting I mean, behind the team. You got, you, you got a, mm. well, absolutely. You got to question the motivation of Roger Mir because because you said Roger Mir like Barry Davis. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I'm, I'm from the Barry Davis school of pronunciation. Good. Um, Cameron have got a really <laughs> decent chance of qualifying for the group. They got Denmark and Japan and Holland. Yeah, Holland will probably win the group. Yeah. I would have thought, but Cameron have got a good chance. Mm. You know, so I mean, well, no Nigeria, Nigeria in a funny group as well. They've um, Argentina, Greece, and, and South Korea, and South Korea, Greece, mm. and South Korea. Yeah. Yeah, the Africans could do well this year, definitely. Yeah. Uh, sadly, Michael Essien's not going to be there. Yeah, for that's real. Yeah. That's such a shame. That is a big shame as a whole. Yeah. You want the best players there, and he's undoubtedly one of the best mm. midfielders in the world. So it's a re- he's been fighting a battle against trying to get fit for a while now, yeah. hasn't he? He I, missed, obviously missed the cup final. I'm really looking forward to the Ghana Germany game with the whole Boateng sort of <laughs> scenario, how that's set up. Well, versus his brother as well. well he, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Because he's isn't a hate it? figure out in Germany now, isn't he? Oh, I love a subplot. Because yeah, Bill. 
Germans build in Germany is yeah. basically the sun, isn't it? So yeah, they've stirred it all up in the same way that the sun would here. Have they really? Oh, yeah, that. they've gone to town on it. <laughs> but that's if, well, that's if Boateng actually plays. Well, yeah, of course. Boateng. Um, Boateng. Di- didn't um, didn't um, SCN um, flip his uh, rally car over? Wasn't he? Um, no, that was uh, Gallas. Gallas. Was that? Oh, was that Gallas? Gallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do they? <laughs> yeah. That would be a piss take if he was oh, injured and then he started. But crazy. they have it in the but contract. But Gallas, like, Gallas was in this race. Oh, so it was. Yeah, yeah. It was one of Dominic's crazy schemes. All right. Were he riding up a mountain or a glacier or whatever? He equalled the record, didn't he? Seventy-five games in charge of the national team. He has, yeah. Dominesh has Yeah That's amazing Dominesh <laughs> You know The opening game of the World Cup Will mean he's their Sort of longest serving manager Which <laughs> is crazy He was the final and I yeah, did, no, yeah That's right But I mean that was yeah. Four years ago And look at what's happened since yeah, uh, yeah. The, um, the, um, the moment it stopped He proposed to his girlfriend Yeah And just It's been downhill from there <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I, th- I think France will do okay do you? I think there's yeah. gonna, like I, I said to you before, okay. there's a high-profile casualty every time, and I think it's going to be France. Mm. I'm going to. I think I've already stuck my neck out to say this, but I think Portugal might. Yeah, be me too. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah I think Korea. Group, Korea, yeah. Mate, probably North Korea. Yeah, <laughs> North Korea. Um, did you hear that Chile played two friendlies in the same day? Silly Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Silly Chile. Well, uh, they did, but uh, what uh, Bielsa did. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, El Loco, Loco, some people call him. He's the coach he's of bit, Chile, obviously. That's right, sorry, yeah, he's a bit crazy. I mean, I know a lot of people are called uh, El Loco in uh, South America because of necessity, really, yeah, but, yeah. Um, rather than nicknaming. But, um, yeah, he uh, he had his the senior side um, and he, he played two friendlies. And the, the reason why he did that is, he said, well, since we have uh, two players for each position attending the World Cup, we need to give them all time on the field. So what he did was they played uh, one game against uh, Israel and another team against Northern Ireland. Not at exactly the same time, mm, yeah. uh, but like he patched uh, one of the sides up with some of the um, under-20 team. That's a good idea. They won both of them. to play each other in training. Yeah. Yeah. They, be- they beat Northern Ireland 1-0, they beat Israel 3-0. Keeping people guessing. That's it. You yeah. fancy a bit actually, don't you? They're really entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So it's a shame for them because they'll have um, Brazil somebody from Ireland. if they do get through, which you'd fancy them to because they've got Spain, Honduras, and Switzerland in their group, and I think um, them and Spain will go through. Yeah, but, but then they're going to play either Brazil or Ivory Coast or Portugal in the next round, or North Korea. Then <laughs> 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 we can rule that out, can we? Yeah, but I, I think I think yeah, they're a good they're a good side going forward. Like you, your yeah. man uh, Umberto Suazo, he yeah. scored the other night. I think so. Yeah, every chance. Yeah. Good coach And if they do play Against Brazil They've got to be worried Because Luis Fabiano Said that uh, If it is necessary To play dirty To win We will do it That's Dunga speaking <laughs> Fabiano's a head case as well He's a big brute as well yeah. did you, was it, Great it, player Fabiano it, He's a brilliant player But for Sevilla Did he not once Somebody on like The opposite bench As he was playing Mouthed him off And he just went over And kicked the crap out of him <laughs> If someone mouthed me off <laughs> Well that's very true Fortunately we don't everyone. Fortunately we don't play With dugouts yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise he would never Get on the field yeah. Well he would do In a very short um, <laughs> Short period of time um, uh, Well I mean Chaps I don't think You'll mind me doing this I mean we are talking About South American teams It's time for Diego watch <laughs> we go. Do you know something right? I'm, I'm sorry But we are going to have To mention him yeah. again This we is just going to Become a feature isn't it It's going to be watch. One of those things That forces itself Into becoming a feature Because something happens <laughs> I every think to myself oh, We can't talk about Maradona again Yes I'm we can sorry. But 
You know, he says if we win the World Cup, he'll get naked and run around the obelisk. That's the sort of thing you say if you're damning someone's chances. <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly, I mean? Not, exactly, yeah. Not if you're intending to win it. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. not a treat for anyone watching. <laughs> no, no. Well, the obelisk is right in the centre of Buenos Aires. Yeah. And, um, it's a big, uh, landmark monument, mm. and, uh, right in the centre. And, and it's right where, it's, I think it's the widest road in the world. It's got, like, 15 that, lanes or something. They'll need that, they'll need the that. Other, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, right, is uh, another thing to follow up on what James said, is that sort of thing is something you do in the heat of the moment. Yeah. <laughs> if you win, you'll be in South Africa. You're going to have to come all the way back, <laughs> 10,000 miles, and then do it. Stop mm. stripping on the plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's off. Parachute straight, out of straight, it. Straight from the plane. Vroom. You know. <laughs> well, Michael Jackson-style jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm big enough. Do you remember though? There was a picture of him. I can't remember what it was. One of the football shows back in the day. Yeah, of him naked in the shower. It was fantasy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, That's right. Yeah, and uh, And very tiny. I mean, fair enough. In the shower. Come on. Yeah, yeah. but still, it's a hot shower. Someone's got a camera. (laughs) We're talking about a new Diego here. He's got a lovely grey beard now as well. He does. Yeah, he looks really old with that beard. He should get rid of it. Uh, Do you fancy (laughs) him having a Cuban on the sidelines as a player? Yeah, of course. Didn't he do something a little while ago or a few years ago where he basically? woke up all the Chelsea players because they were in a hotel that he was in and he set off all the fire alarms because he had a big Cuban cigar in the hotel. Oh, good lad. Did he? Something mental like that That sounds happened, right. I'm pretty sure. That's I'm going to stick my neck out and say that definitely happened. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember it was in the 82 World Cup and... Oh, was it? Yeah, it was in 82 World Cup and it was at just after, because of all the Falkland war and mm. all between Britain and Argentina, um, that some of the local Spaniards were... I'm very upset with the England team because they're not politicians and nothing yeah. to do with it. But anyway, and they were outside the England hotel, like beeping their horns yeah, and trying yeah. to keep them up all night and stuff. There's lots of stories. I mean, apparently that happened before uh, England Brazil in 1970 as well. Apparently, all the Brazil fans went down, found out where they. Uh, well, oh, is that right? Yeah, just played the samba drums all night. <laughs> You're going to be knackered watching the game. Is it worth it? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. They don't care. They don't care. Um, but while we're on the subject of um, Argentina, their their team doctor has said that the players can have sex with their regular partners, James. No, no, yeah. We don't want anything irregular there. Because yeah. um, he said sex was a part of life. He said the players can have sex with their wives and girlfriends during the World Cup. Uh, players are not Martians. <laughs> but... <laughs> but Tevez is a Martian. <laughs> <laughs> it should not be at 2am with champagne and Havana cigars. Well, that's me out. <laughs> I'm out because if there's one thing I need, <laughs> when we go to Joburg, I've told you all about this, my rider <laughs> simply must contain my regular partner, a bottle of champagne <laughs> of decent quality and a Havana cigar. I'm going to start, no, but, I'm gonna start just smoking one for the whole, for the, for the whole thing. So I'm going to smoke so. down the end of a Vuvuzela. <laughs> <laughs> He's only said at 2am, so I think up to then you're good. Well, it's yes, nice to know that the Argentinians have got their priority sorted yeah. for the World Cup, isn't it? If I start about 5-2... <laughs> speaking You'll be alright. Yeah. Speaking of notable smokers, yeah. you know who I'm going to be at this major tournament of football? Who? Billich. Oh, yes. he's a notable yeah. touchline cigarette, is, yeah. cigarillo man, cigarillo. Is, yeah. Maybe he'll still be there with yeah. his band. Maybe his band will do a couple of gigs. Raw band. Half time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Half time entertainment for the final. <laughs> it's them or you too. <laughs> Who would you? Them. Would you? <laughs> I'll, take them, yeah, yeah. I'll take Billich over yeah. Bono. Bono's injured. <laughs> yeah. Well, did Billich? D- does he? Would you fancy? Him? Is he lead or is he rhythm and, and voice? He's a guitar and voice, I think. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's the Slavin Bilic band, doesn't it? He's yeah. just giving it a, a name. So what are they called the again? Robo. Robo. Yeah. Robo. Yeah. Lovely, Lovely stuff. Emails. Vamos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got nice. a sh- mm. Spanish on us, eh, Lukey? Yeah. 
It is emails. Luke is correct. Pete, start us off, please. Right, this uh, is one by, uh, I presume, a younger uh, listener by, by the name of Ryan Lewis. Uh, thanks for having... Thanks for emailing in, I guess. Uh, Ramble Foss. After seeing your comment on Facebook prior to the England-Mexico game, I made a comment about the fiasco that was Darlington FC and their pitch at their old ground, Feetums. After a new stand was built, opposite my house at the time, while it was being built, I managed to watch a Man City FA Cup tie from my bedroom window. Well, (laughs) when they built it, uh, they managed to burst a sewage pipe, which ruined the pitch. The head groundsman, who I was working for doing my work experience, was told to put worms on the pitch to sort it out I don't know how that sorts it out but um <laughs> so like our wives to help <laughs> he ordered them and then we spread them however they were the wrong time of, type of worm and the oh. guy had ordered far too many and ruined the pitch <laughs> <laughs> The pitch had to be relayed at the, and cost the club a hell of a lot of money. And uh, the problem wasn't actually solved, so more worms were bought. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure what happened in the end, as I only took the work experience because my school wouldn't allow me to go to an army camp for two weeks. Also, <laughs> the ground was opposite my house, and so I had more time to play championship manager. All the best, Ryan Lewis. Love yeah. this stuff. Maybe that's what women need to do, just buy worms. Worms. Yeah. Worms yeah. will solve it everything. sounds like one of those things where, like, a sort of an apprentice gets sent out to buy, like, ten-inch holes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, worms will do it. Where do yeah. the worms go when they fix the pitch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what, what? I mean, a cracked sewage pipe. Do they just eat the poo? Is that what yeah. the worms do? I think uh, that's well, that, yeah, that's probably it. Probably what it does turns it over. Who good, knows? Think, good thinking, Pete. Yeah. Yuckos, <laughs> Luke. Um, uh, Ramble Force. Oh! oh, following on from James or Jim's comment that Scolzi is worth his weight in ginger. I thought you might like to know that should 11 stone 9 pound Paul Scholes be made of nothing but ginger <laughs> he would be worth 168 pounds and 75 pounds <laughs> this is because ginger is worth 2 pounds 25 a kilo oh that's from Lofty from Manor House in London Thanks, great Manor stuff. House Brilliant. lovely stuff Lofty great oh there you are James Lovely Ferguson's never letting him go for that. No, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's like an optostats of ginger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> James or Jim's turn. I've got an email. Ramble forth ho and all that. Oh. Oh. Following on from last week's ramble, I've decided to compile the Nazzle Dazzle, aka the North American Soccer League, oh. Star Eleven. The North American Soccer League obviously was a league I had in America in the seventies, which was very short-lived, but we love it. We, we mentioned the Nazzle. Amazing d- players in there. We mentioned mm. this, didn't we? We said we'd like get a Nazzle Dazzle yeah, team together. He seems oh. to have done it for us. Nazzle Dazzle, he has indeed, and he's done it well. I'm going for a basic four-three-three in goal. Of course, he's There's Gordon Banks. Nothing basic about a four-four-three <laughs> <laughs> with Gordon Banks four, three, in goal. Three. Brilliant, <laughs> good. A back four of Carlos Alberto. Bobby Moore, Franz Beckenbauer, and Mike England would be pretty formidable. Solid. Cl- there's mm. no left back there, though. Well, uh, England, my, uh, Mike England was more of a centre back. Okay. Well, but I'm sure solid, he's solid, though. Yeah, solid no, very over. true. Very true. A very attacking midfield of Tiafilo Cabias in the middle with oh, Georgie Best Famer. and Johan Cruyff on the wings would take oh. apart any team to come near them. And a front three of Gerd Muller, Pele, and Eusebio oh, <laughs> would you be can't worth the admission fee alone. Delish. Delish. <laughs> I hope you'll agree with this Nazzle All Star team. Unfortunately, I couldn't find space for some fantastic players such as Johan Nieskens, Jimmy Johnston, Giorgio Chinaglia, Jeff. Hurst, Roy Wegerly, Peter Beardsley, and of course Kaiser Mutang. But this all-time <laughs> eleven shows that we can be thankful to the Nazo experiment just for bringing all of these wonderful individuals into one league. Something that Richard Scudamore can only dream of. In terms of a coach for the side, I can't think of any outstanding nominations from the era. 
However, many great current managers took part in the Nazal party as players, including Dick Advocat and Gus Hiddink. Sam Allardyce and Harry Redknapp also had spells at the Nazal. Love to your mothers, brothers, and significant others. That's from Ben. That's now, classy. That's man. great. I'm thinking though. Chinaglia is not having a place on the bench. This no, is going to kick off yeah. big time straight away. He's missed a few bits. He would tear that team apart. A few names for you, uh, Ben, that you've 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 missed. Daniel Dicchio, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mo Johnson, yeah. Georgie Campos, yeah. Oh, Campos. yeah. How would how would they get on? There? Oh no, it was Campos. No, Campos would have been after. Yeah. How would they, they get no, on? I'm talking nonsense. You're talking about ums. Yeah. I'm when talking did about finish. Nah, yeah. Can uh, we just applaud so Nazis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How would they get on against a team of current MLS All Stars? Like, yeah, you're Rowan Ricketts, <laughs> Darren, Darren Huckabees, yeah. Yeah. Juan Pablo Angels. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, Angel. Beckham would be there going, oh, God. <laughs> I've got no chance. Can I join Nazel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Oi, that's mine. That's my bit. That's mine. Introducing myself as you, dear. No, oh, what a special guest uh, voice over there from Luke Moore for the uh, profile. You're welcome. Um, uh, <laughs> let's crack on. Uh, Davos Suke, mm. oh, legend. Good. Keeping but up the World Cup theme. Oh yes. <laughs> Left foots. Just the one. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, it's an easy one. He was born on January the 1st, 1968. <laughs> <laughs> One year after the summer of that. <laughs> um, I hope I never see, live to see the day that that's not relevant. Um, <laughs> I think you already have. <laughs> <laughs> Davor Suka, a Croatian living legend. I think you'll all agree. Um, oh, he loved a ship, Marcus. <laughs> he loved a ship. Did I say ship? Yeah, he, he loves ships. He loves ships. He probably does. <laughs> Sailing around the coastline of Croatia. Yeah. Or island hopping. There's lots of... Dalmatian lots coast is really is a beautiful place mm. for sailing. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, this yeah. is what I'm saying. Often forget it's a hot country, didn't you? I don't. No, well, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, he began his career at the age of 16 in the Yugoslav First Division. Good age for it. Yeah. Um, and at 21... He was the Leeds, uh, the league's top goal scorer. I thought you were going to say lead singer. from He was the league's <laughs> top scorer um, when he was 21. So already showing what a, what a poacher he was. Mm -hmm. uh, not just a poacher, a scorer of great goals as well. He was a member of the 1987 World uh, Cup, the Youth World Cup winning side uh, that won it in Chile, and and that was quite a team. Let me just go through a few of the other names that appeared on that team sheet for that uh, youth championship side for for uh, Yugoslavia. Boban, Milan legend. Mm. Savicevic, brilliant. Miatovic, yeah. Prozinecki, the great man. <laughs> <laughs> Smoky Prozinecki. Yeah. Do you remember Robert Yarny? Yes, I do. Yeah. 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 What a team! A golden generation again. <laughs> One. Should say Yeah definitely <laughs> Definitely um, So yeah They um, They were brilliant In that tournament they, And they, they won it I don't remember I was very young at the time But looking back At the records <laughs> And all those they, I think they scored 17 goals At that tournament Which I think Is still a record Great stuff For that For that uh, For the FIFA World Youth Championships um, And he scored Six goals in that tournament He was um, the, He won the silver 
Silver Shoe. Oh yeah, second top scorer, uh, goal scorer. Um, and uh, in 1990, Yugoslavia were runners up in the European Under 21 Championship, and he uh, won the Golden Player Award for his uh, performances and scored another six goals as well. He was in the Yugoslav national teams 22 uh, for the uh, for Italia 90. Oh yeah, um, but he didn't uh, he didn't get on uh, unfortunately. Um, and he there made was his, to be more to come. There <laughs> certainly was James or Jim. Um, uh, he debut. He made his debut for Croatia in 1990, and. But then of course he was soon to become a Croatian player and the whole Yugoslavia unpleasantness wars and all uh, which <laughs> the unpleasantness war <laughs> this war is particularly unpleasant <laughs> I saw some poo on the floor <laughs> this is much worse than the last war I was involved in <laughs> that was quite the romp <laughs> um so, uh, so he'd been playing in uh, Yugoslavia uh, until Prior to the unpleasantness wars. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and in 1991, he because of um, all the stuff that was going on uh, in, in Yugoslavia, uh, he moved to Sevilla, where he spent five years and was a real crowd favourite there. And in 19, the 1992-1993 season, that saw him and a certain El Diego. Team up. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Played wow. with Maradona uh, yeah. at Sevilla. You forget that Maradona's actually like a human being. He's <laughs> <laughs> like this sort of revered nutter. Yeah. <laughs> but he pops up in all kinds of stories. Yeah, yeah he was there. Uh, the 93 94 season, he was second highest scorer in La Liga with 24 goals. Didn't he move on to Real Madrid after that? Uh, not quite. He uh, right. Slightly after that. Um, he did lead uh, Croatia to their first major international tournament in Euro 96 when he scored a which was then a record of 12 goals in 10 matches during the qualifying that Beaten record David Healy David Healy has now surpassed that record yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah incredible uh, qualification campaign or qualifying campaign rather because I can remember thinking of oh, Croatia nobody had really heard of them because they weren't previously country, a country yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they were against Italy and they beat them one nil. It might have been in Italy. Mm. I can't quite remember. And everyone was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> you know. And then I think they drew with Italy at home. So they qualified for Euro '96. And everyone thought, "Blimey, who are these guys?" And uh, they were absolutely brilliant. They uh, he scored three goals in four matches. Did uh, Davosuke, and including two goals. Uh, in a win against Denmark, they won three 0 didn't they? They won three 0 and that was a super chip. I do remember. I do remember him trying a chip from pretty much his own half. And he Schmeichel, did, yeah. Schmeichel only just got back. Yeah, yeah. he sort of did back, 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 back. Oh God, I've got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, there well, was Schmeichel all, would have been one of the best keepers in the world, if yeah, not the best yeah. keeper in the world at that time. Mm. I think that goal that he scored that people might not remember as well is the goal in the quarterfinal against Germany when he ran through and on the keeper. And he kind of, he didn't. He did round the keeper, but he kind of rolled the ball past him. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, he, was, he was a bugger for doing that sort of like sort of stroking the ball. Yeah, st- rolling the foot. Oh, yeah, rolling the foot. Yeah, he did that. Lovely, and uh, finished quite nicely. Um, he was transferred to Real Madrid after the uh, tournament, and more and more people were realising what a what a, the man they called Superman. Ah, oh, good name. <laughs> uh, they, they were getting uh, quite acquainted to the um, the world beater that he was, um, and he spent a few years at Real Madrid and won uh, La Liga, Champions League. You know, not quite, enough. Well, yeah, one of the few things lot. there. Has he done it in the Premier League though? Hmm. Um, uh, Real Madrid won't be happy till they've won the Premier League as well. <laughs> yeah, he true. scored 24 goals in his first season for Real. Decent. Wow. A very left-footed player. Yeah, he had an absolute cam open <laughs> left But, like, no, didn't have a right foot. 
It's a very cultured left foot, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but his right foot it's was just used for standing on his leg, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his, other, his, his right foot, whilst his left foot was sort of uh, reading like sort of Russian classics, well, his right foot was reading like Heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he had the Beano in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Pretending uh, to read Heat. Yeah. Um, he often scored against Barcelona, but he loved to score against them. And he once claimed, he said, Well, I always score against Barcelona. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's a man for the Is big. that sort of big time attitude that will see you in the Dean when that's all Well, exactly. Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he helped Croatia to qualify for their first World Cup, which was France 98. And bear in mind, you know, we talk about the golden generation. This very much was. Yeah. But a generation that really did step up. You know, they, yeah. they did well at Euro 96. Yeah. And then they did extremely well at World Cup 98. And it was yeah. great to see. You know, we talked about the Bulgarians before. Well, the, this team, you know, they were the Bulgaria of the 98 World Cup, yeah. having Bulgaria yeah. done the semi-finals previously. And the team that everyone... Oh, who are these guys? They're great yeah. to watch. You know, Everyone's second favourite team. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he scored five goals in nine games. In the qualifying for France '98, and then of course at France '98, he was the top scorer, Golden Boots, with, with, with six goals. And they only went out there because Lilian Turam had some sort of personal that's breakdown right. during yeah. a game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They did. Yeah, do, you they, know, do you remember the situation of that? Because he, he was at fault for one of the goals, wasn't Bo- it? No, Boban. Boban um, played it into Thuram, and I think he he whacked it in, didn't he? I'm sure. I'm, I know. Boban had, finished. Uh, yeah, it was just after half time. Oh no, I mean like oh sorry, sorry, against, sorry. against France against. Uh, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm. And then Turam scored twice, didn't he? Just mm. sort of, he just looked like he wasn't even there for the second one. He just glazed over. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. It was very odd, wasn't it? I don't think he'd ever scored for France. No, he scored two in one game. Just yeah. on a personal <laughs> mission, World Cup yeah. semi-final, incredible. But that's it. on the way. They um, they beat Romania one nil in the second round. He had to retake his penalty. Davos. Mm. Okay. I think he like did he not like what was his story like he checked his pulse or something for the second one or he, apparently he waited for his pulse to get to a certain. That's the, the story. Oh, right. He waited for his pulse to get to a certain level before oh, he retook it. <laughs> And it, so he was calmer, so he put it away. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because yeah. didn't they beat Holland in the third place playoff as well? They did, yeah. They came yeah, further yeah. in the end, didn't they? They yeah. did come further. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the surprising result as well, because Holland were decent. Yeah. Mm. Um, they, uh, they beat Germany, an ageing Germany side, 3 0. Great emphatic. That, 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 yeah. um, I remember taking a lot of personal joy. got sent off, didn't he? Because he, he couldn't handle it. He actually That's fouled. Right. He actually fouled. Um, Suka was it? A and Suka? he got sent out because he couldn't handle him. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so they f- they ended up going third. I mean, it wasn't it an amazing moment when it was nil nil at half time, France v Croatia. Obviously, France at home in the um, Stade de France, yeah, was yeah. it or St Denis or yeah. whatever it's St Denis uh, Stadium, and it's that, uh, straight after the half time. Croatia went one nil up and everyone yeah. was like oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but immediately after, two yeah. scored, and, that, and it was a bit like nope. Normality will prevail. Yeah, That's yeah. it, uh, unfortunately. But um, after the World Cup, he, he, he didn't have the best of seasons, and I think um, he fell out with the manager at Madrid. He might have been John Toshak, I think, at the time. Um, but yeah, he fell out with. So bad, he had to go to Arsenal, James. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So uh, he did. He moved to uh, to England. He joined Arsenal. He was there for. Was it a season, I think? He was yeah, there. it wasn't for long. Um, I remember he got a really good goal against Sunderland. Once but I think oh, that was another chip as well. <laughs> oh well, that's <laughs> they're right. They're all chips. <laughs> just if it, all it chip. unless it's otherwise, just assume it's a chip. <laughs> <laughs> um, he missed a penalty in the UEFA Cup final. Chip. <laughs> yeah, he chipped yeah. it. He chipped it over the bar against um, Galatasaray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Galatasaray. He then hateful went to. Game. Oh, it was, wasn't hateful, it? hateful. Game. Uh, he went to West Ham after that. 
I remember at West Ham. Was there for a couple of seasons? Uh, yeah, I don't. Not even that. I don't think. Oh, okay, right. He was kind of passes. It passes best. He, yeah, uh, very he, much he, so. he was very uh, overweight because he'd done too many chips. Oh. <laughs> how, long, how long in minutes have you been waiting to fit that in? Uh, well, the clock says one, <laughs> one or two. Is it two minutes, maybe? Two minutes. Yeah, okay, right. waiting. Good. Restrained. <laughs> yeah, he went to he went to Germany and joined 1860 Munich in 2001, and he did play a little bit of 2002 in the World Cup for Croatia. He only played 63 minutes against Mexico, but they went out in the first round. I'm afraid mm. his career ended in uh, 2003 uh, when he was playing for 1860. Munich um, he won a total of 71 international caps during his career 2 for Yugoslavia and 69 for Croatia with a total of 46 international goals a great return a, a decent return you know he scored 1 in 2 for Yugoslavia <laughs> precisely <laughs> 1 in 2 that's what you want <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's it um, and his uh, 45 goals for Croatia is of course the uh, the record for top scorer for Croatia the record will be the record <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's a record <laughs> so I'll change the record um, in 2004 he was voted the best Croatian player in the last 50 years well Prozneki so <laughs> shut up with your Pompey bias sorry since retiring from the game you'll be pleased to know he's opened the Davor Suka Soccer Academy Nice. Uh, there's acad- academies all over, aren't they? Mate? Yeah. Do, do academy sides of legends like play each other? That'd I'd like to good. think so, James. That'd be amazing. It's always the decent players, though. What if like really crappy players? Yeah. Well, like us, the football ravel soccer academy. <laughs> <laughs> get, uh, that, get that written down. Yeah. Uh, you'll also be pleased to know he has a, a collection of very rare Harley Davidson motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delighted to know that. But I shall yeah. finish with perhaps the best fact of all. Uh, he's uh, recently opened a pub that sells his own brand of beer, oh. which is simply called Davor. Nice. <laughs> Sounds like a beer. Sounds very intimidating. I'll have a pint of Davor. Devour that Davor. Suddenly, everyone in the thing is all the famous hammered. Don't drink and drive uh, your motorbikes, so... Yeah, exactly. Mm. Or cars. Chaps and chapettes, that is the end of the Football Ramble this week. If you'd like to get in contact with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and of course the website where you can find blogs and uh, other little things is thefootballramble.com Luke? Yep, don't forget I need to point you in the direction of manmonth.co.uk again um, that's powered by the IGN network and One Million Fragrance for Men our show is going to be available over at that website for, for the entire World Cup two shows a week as soon as the World Cup kicks off um, there's also blogs and videos and stuff Ramble and videos indeed mm. and there's chances to win a really really good prizes from the 4th of June so that's IGN Network and One Million Fragrance for Men oh and I've got one more notice mm. and that's the World Cup drinks yes Saturday 12th of June England play USA there's a couple of other games as well Argentina are playing and uh, South Korea and, and some people like that um, <laughs> we're going to go to um, the King's Arms in East London near Liverpool Street Station where um, we did it before indeed in case anybody that's from 12.30 onwards uh, and you can find more details about that on thefootballramble.com it's a decent little uh, venue as well lovely lots little of, lots of screens lots of Screens and lots of beer. Yes, <laughs> lots of beer. Can we get that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Wicked. Very good. Say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Uh, goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Well, we're all off to have a pint of Davor. Cheers. That's me drinking a pint of Davor. <laughs> good. Devouring a pint Devouring. of Davor. <laughs>
<laughs> Shut up, yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 